0: you were talking about the uh the the stuff that you're doing on your social platforms right now the quarantine dream Mm a series I guess if you will Uh, and I man that is so cool because it's 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 such a a a ray of light for people um and I didn't realize that you just kind of picked it up because you wanted to learn you wanted to, to learn video editing and and content creation and that just kind of was your outlet to do that. Um, yeah. is that right?
1: Yeah, I I have have no experience in video editing and and that wow. lot of stuff. So what I again a utility sort of person in that way. Um I I was getting to a point where I think sometimes the 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 sarcasm that exists in in the social zeitgeist is is something that I love but some of it it feels a little like um, dismissive. Sometimes when you hear like, like, you know, coronavirus is destroying the lives of many people, there's like all these jokes that are going around, which I love, but also there isn't as much optimism placed like uh, for every bit of sarcasm, there should be just as much optimism. And I like to create these 60 second things, all of them are, necessarily the most uh touching things but i really want people to know that like you can find some time to be happy you can find some joy in the moment and i could try to do that in 60 seconds because i feel like that's your attention you're like okay cool this is a thing all right this looks like stranger things but what is this saying oh man this is cool and you Absolutely. can go along with your day so like i love that stuff i love what that brings
0: Oh, it's, it's been so cool. And you know, it, and you're absolutely right. Not everything is going to speak to everybody. But, yeah. you know, if you can, if you can find one thing that's going to touch somebody else, then, you know, you've, you've done your job. Thanks, man. And I, I, I think it's been really cool. The one that really kind of hit me was the one you did. Uh, was it oh, right, right, uh, right. Uh, about your dad? And uh, I, right. you know, I thought that I not to get not to get too much into it. But I think oh, that, it's fun.
1: It's fun, yeah
0: you know, what, what spoke to me about it is we are a product of our parents. Right. And when we're, when we're younger, we don't realize that. In fact, we, we probably put more of a denial into that. Um, and it's not until we, it's not until we mature. It's not until we, we grow older that we start to realize that. I mean, I definitely see, uh, my dad and myself and I mean, I know it's, I know it's there. Um, I know that, that everything that I do today is there's, there's a piece of him in that. And, uh, that really spoke to me. And it's funny because everything that you put in that message was personal to you. Lessons that you learned from your dad that are completely true for everybody living in
1: this situation today. Right, right. Um, my dad, had this kind of, I mean, I kind of expressed it in the video. My dad had this frantic way of talking to me from when I was a kid all the way up to, um, you know, his passing a couple years ago. Um, so sometimes when I was a kid, so imagine just sitting down, like, uh, you know, you, you, after you, you leave school, he's picking you up and he'd be like, Hey, you should start saving money because at some point you're going to be by yourself and you'll have to do something of substance. You have to support people who might be us when we get older. You should develop an idea to save money. And I'm like seven years old, like, what are you talking about, guy? (laughs) You are, what? (laughs) So it was like that forever. So he would talk to me like that forever. And it got, when I was a kid, I was like, this is too much. But as I got older, it made more sense to me. It was almost like, you know, he, he didn't know anything about, you know, his his fate you know his untimely demise or whatever but he had an idea that like he had to pass this stuff on to his kids these expressions are like hieroglyphics all we have is our words and our actions and to put those out into the world it's kind of magical to me So somebody could pick it up. They could be like, you know, Jay had a podcast. Who who did he talk to? And you listening like, oh, this is pretty interesting. This could be somebody five years from now that does that or two months from now or 10 years from now. It's just things hit people at weird times. And I think it's cool to just have the presence of mind to not necessarily think that you have something super important to say, but that your voice and everybody else's voice matters. And so that's why things like Instagram and Facebook, they're, they're like these, these hieroglyphics that we're putting on the wall for another person to look at down the line and be like, oh, this is how people live. This is how people spoke. This is what people did. I think that's cool, man. I, I love the messaging and,
0: and what you were doing there. Thanks, and, um, it, it all makes complete sense. All your socials. I know you're on Facebook and Instagram.
1: I have a, a Instagram. Um, Who is Ron James? Twitter. Who is Ron James? Also have a, a Facebook. Who is Ron James? I wanted one place where people could see all of the things that I do. Yep. And that became the Who is Ron James thing. It, it should be called What does Ron do? But you know, <laughs> Who is Ron James on everything.
0: Please subscribe wherever you listen to your favorite podcast. Also, be sure to email me feedback or suggestions to pelemplaceshow at gmail.com. Thanks again for listening, and be safe.